Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. All right, peeps, you know what time it is. It's the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews legit mean the world to me. All right. This five-star review comes from Travels with Smiles, and she titles it Women on a Mission. Travel says, Maudie is incredible. She's not afraid to go there and provide much-needed conversations that are always just what I need to hear. There's no fluff or filler pieces here. Maudie brings very valuable insights and is a refreshing breath of truth. Oh, girl, thank you. Thank you so much for this. I can't even begin to express my gratitude for this review and this personal message. Uh, It means everything to me, and I so appreciate it. Thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of this show. Please leave me a five-star review wherever you're listening, and I'll make sure to give you some love on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose. I am so excited for this interview. This is a super special, pretty impromptu interview that I'm doing with my former best friend turned, not best friend, turned budding friendship again, Kelly Ryan. And I just call her Kelly Bo because, you know, that's how I knew her from high school. But this story This is an example of like extreme bravery and extreme vulnerability on behalf of Kelly. And I think a tiny baby bit from myself as well. So you're in for a huge treat because, well, you'll see, we're just going to unravel our, our friendship and the struggles and the repair, and we'll see what happens. So we're, we're all in for a treat. So welcome Kelly. Hello, new old friend. Totally. Old friend. Oh, we're new old friends. I love that. Okay. We need like the, the BFF necklaces that like, yeah. you know, the new old. Yes. Um, okay. Can you introduce yourself? Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I was born and raised in Burlington, just mm-hmm. like you, mm-hmm. um, left after graduating, just like you and probably just like you thought I was never, ever going to come back here. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Yep. Yeah. And also just like you, then we met our husbands or like, you know, started dating our husbands who lived here in Burlington. And now we're raising our families here in Burlington. Oh my (laughs) God. Yes. um, 
Yeah. And now I am a certified personal trainer, postpartum corrective exercise specialist, and a hormone health coach. I need a better way to put that all in a small little phrase. <laughs> Quick well, phrase. Well, that's but- amazing. I think what piques my interest most is like, can you, what's a hormone health coach? coach. So yeah. that all my training was on all of our hormones in our body. And from that training, I just focus on our menstrual cycle. And so I just intermix that with how we as menstruating people should train and fuel our body to benefit our hormones. Well, where were you in high school? When we were in high school, I know. I feel like my mom gave me a book and was like, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get that. (laughs) I don't even remember. (laughs) And it was, it felt really taboo. Like, I don't even remember since we were besties in high school. Like, I don't even remember talking about my period with you or our friends. Yeah. I think it was like, oh, I started my period. And then it was kind of like relieving when we knew like some other people in our circle yeah. were also on their periods. Like yes. you felt not alone. Like solidarity. But yeah. Totally. But very taboo to talk about. Totally. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the yeah. podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Let me First, let me just ask you, how do you feel? Like what was your instant reaction when I invited you on this podcast to talk about our friendship journey? <laughs> <laughs> So I think I was, I was shocked and just like, I think I said to you, like, do you promise we'll be friends afterwards? (laughs) Oh my God. I told Tom, you're going to be on the podcast today. And he's like, you're going to rehash it. Like what happens if you get mad again? I'm like, no, I, Kelly already said that. And I said, there is no way that's happening. There's no way that that's happening. So yeah. Yeah. So your instinct yeah. was like fear. Like what if this messes it all up again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, you know, still a little bit of that, the ego inside of me mm-hmm. of just like, uh, I don't, that's a part of me that I didn't, wasn't aware of and I don't like, and I'm not proud of. And so it was just like, mm-hmm. do I really want to like talk about that. Cause that's uncomfortable. Absolutely. And I think to same. talk about. Yeah. And I think same as well. So let's let's mm-hmm. get into the uncomfortable. Well, let's start with the comfortable. Okay. So okay. let's talk about high school. Yes. And let's talk <laughs> yes. about because I think it's important to help everybody understand the impact of this whole revolution in our mm-hmm. friendship to start mm-hmm. from the beginning and to realize how freaking close we were. Yes. Yeah. So I think first of all, it's very important that we grew up in a small town. And mm. so a small town, you just, I feel like bonds are so much closer mm. because everybody knows everything about everybody. And, um, you know, we're just with each other constantly. And for us, we met in sixth grade because you oh. went to Immaculate, you mm-hmm. went to a different school and then your mom brought you to the elementary school. Yep sixth grade. And so that's where we met. I feel like we were pretty much instant friends. Yeah. Don't it was you? Like instant connection. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm vibing with that girl in sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, sixth grade instant connection. And then it just like yep. blossomed from there. 
Yes. And I don't remember in seventh and eighth grade, because then you went back mm-hmm. to yep. your old school. Yep. Did we keep in contact? Probably. I mean, it wasn't yeah, like we didn't because I think I was like media. dating all the boys at okay. the old school still. Yeah. And social media wasn't okay. a thing. So no, but and once cell we phones got, weren't a thing. No. Yeah. But once we got back to, I think when we played each other, like in basketball, it was like yes. hugs, love yes. you. But then yes. in high school is when it was like joined at mm-hmm. the hip. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. thinking about all of our yeah. memories and it oh was making me laugh so much. And there was one where, um, cause I just wrote like little tips and it was typing slash Hudson. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And my daughter, Bella goes, what's Hudson? <laughs> the teacher. Yeah. Oh my God. And so I told her about it. She did not, she was not amused. She did oh, not well. think it was as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite classes in yeah. all of high school is typing yeah. with Mr. Hudson. Yeah. And we just laughed. We just yeah. laughed at ourselves. Uh-huh. The whole, the whole, I don't think I learned <laughs> yes. anything the whole freaking no. time. No. Yeah. And he was such a fun teacher. He was probably really young. I thought he was pretty oh, totally. good looking. Oh, pretty cute. Totally, he was like totally my high school crush. Yeah. Yeah. And so fun to like, you could embarrass him really easy. And I think <laughs> yes. we did a good job. Oh my God. We totally did. Cause he was probably like six years older than us. <laughs> like yeah. not much, you know, yes. in high school. Yeah. 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 No. And yeah, he was, he was a very nice teacher to look at. Oh my God. <laughs> totally. Props to you, Hudson. Yeah. I'm sure you're still looking good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we played sports together. We hung out. We yep. had, you know, ran in the same friend group together. One of my favorite yep. memories is when we had the sleepover at my mom or at our house, my house. Do you I remember? Think this is what I was going to talk about. Was it really? Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. It's, okay, when, you go. Well, we there was like eight of us girls uh-huh. at my mom's house. Uh-huh. First, we watched, did we watch the movie first, like fried green tomatoes? And then we we're all sobbing. Or was that after? If it's this the gathering I'm thinking about, I would assume we watched it before. Yeah. Okay. And then we're like I don't know. crying. And then for some reason, someone had the idea to get dressed up in my mom's <laughs> clothes. Yeah. And we went and so my parents were gone. Oh, Who knows where my parents were. Like, and for our listeners, like there was no alcohol. There was no, no illicit stuff. We yeah. were just like the biggest dorks. Yeah. And we had so much fun and we dressed Always up. Always had so much fun. Yeah. All eight of us dressed up in my mom's and who, I don't know where she she had like the craziest clothes. She did. It was like, mom, where'd you get this? And we then piled into my car, all eight of us or seven or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. and went out on the town, AKA we went to Safeway. Safeway. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And oh oh my God. I just remember like, oh my God. I remember laughing so hard. A few of us like peed our pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And I think like, I don't, I, your mom somehow found out probably because we did not put everything back perfectly. And I don't think she thought it was very funny. No. She was like, Maddie, <laughs> were you in my closet while I was gone? I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know I how. Mean, yeah. Everything like shoes and everything. Every, everything. We just, and totally... your mom was tiny. So <laughs> what were we probably sophomores or juniors? Mm-hmm. Oh, juniors probably. Mm-hmm. So very easy for all of us to fit mm-hmm. into her clothes. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. 
Um, the other kind of, you know, the other memory that stuck out to me was when I had like my super serious boyfriend and he wasn't faithful and you found out and I'd probably more people found out, but Uh because you were my best friend. Yeah. You were like, you called me and you're like, you need to come over. And you told me, and that was right before prom. And so I broke up with him right before prom. And then we went into like emergency find Maudie. Uh-huh. Uh, a date to date. prom. Yeah. Yeah. And then we Which got ready together. Junior or senior prom? Senior. Senior. Oh yeah. At the bagel factory. At the bagel factory. <laughs> we worked together at the bagel factory and we got ready at the bagel factory. <laughs> it's just so freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, We're just... painting a very classy picture of our high school days. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yes, we sure are. We just had fun. And yes. I feel like we were carefree. Yes. And I really do feel like I really didn't care what other people thought about me. Mm -hmm. It was all about our close group and just having fun. Like that was kind of like our priority in high school. We're very lucky. Very lucky. I feel like our class was a very close class. Mm -hmm. And so there was probably, was it like 10 of us girls, Mm -hmm. like the group, but then there were close knit friendships within that group. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but yeah, and we just, yeah, it was always so much fun, carefree. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know what? Drama so free. I think it was kind of drama yeah. free in high school. And so I think so when what happened happened, I think maybe because we weren't used to drama, yeah. it was that much more of an issue. It was yeah. like out of the blue, new, I don't know mm-hmm. how to deal with this because we really never had. Yeah. No, we hadn't. We yeah. hadn't. Yep. Yeah. I think the other, um, just going back to little fun memories was, um, your breast reduction. Oh, and I know you've yes. talked about it on your podcast, yeah. but that really stands out to me also. Um, I think just being there and supporting you th- through every step of the way, like when you had to kind of fight for, getting it done with insurance companies, like seeing everything you had to go through. Um, and then being with you when you were going through recovery, like it was such a, um, it had such an impact on me seeing you go through that and Mm -hmm. you just advocating for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it was a powerful moment to be a part of. You know, going back to like our initial conversation about periods, we really didn't have Mm -hmm. body conversations either. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And so that was a pretty radical decision Mm -hmm. on my part to have a breast Mm -hmm. reduction surgery at 16. And it just, it just goes to show how close and safe I felt with certain people Mm -hmm. and you being one of them, because Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it was a pretty very invasive surgery mm-hmm. with, with the drains and the recovery. And then, mm-hmm. and then it was challenging for me going back to high school. So I had it done the <clears throat> summer in between sophomore and junior year. And mm-hmm. it was apparent, it was obvious. And yeah. I knew I had my team of people who had my back. Yeah. I knew I had my team. I knew I had you behind me. So when people were asking, it was like, yep, she lost weight. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think we joked like two pounds in each boob or something, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like we joked well, about I think it. We were also like, Hey, maybe I could go in with you and yes, they you could did. take yours and put it into me I, because yeah. we were complete opposite. Yep. I could like barely fill out an A, yep. <laughs> an A cup. And, yeah. I yeah, remember no, that. It was, um, 
Yeah. I mean, because we played sports together. Mm -hmm. Um, so I remember in the locker room Mm -hmm. and you, how many sports bras did you have to wear? Two, three, three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, gosh, you know, and here Mm -hmm. I am like not even really having to wear one. Right. But also I think sharing the same insecurities, like right. Yes. So insecure about Mm -hmm. not having Mm -hmm. anything. And you were Mm -hmm. super insecure. Yep with how much. Yeah. yeah. So that Absolutely. was very powerful for me to see you really advocating for yourself and going mm-hmm. after. That's a huge right. thing. It is huge. Like looking and now having children that age, it's like, holy shit. Like really, yeah. it's really brave. And, and very, I was very lucky to have the support yeah. group that I did. Yeah. So we, like you mentioned, we graduated from high school. Yeah. We went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And then I got pregnant, came back mm-hmm. to Burlington. Yeah. Mary Tom, you were in our wedding. Our wedding yep. was my favorite day of my whole life. It my was whole awesome. life. It was oh, so that freaking, cruise was so oh, fun. Oh my God. It was just like the best. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got pregnant and had my second. I had Aya, and this is where shit really hit the fan. Is yeah. right yeah. after I had Aya. So yeah. why don't I think? Yeah, go ahead. It was the day of her. It was her going to be her second birthday mm. party. That's okay. when the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you, are you, are you cool? Why don't you tell your side of the story or you tell okay. what happened? Because I don't think that there's sides. It's like, this is what happened. And this yeah. is my perception of what happened. Yes. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go from yeah. there. Yeah. Cause yeah, I definitely want to hear yours also. Cause I yeah. don't think we have, I don't think I've really heard your part of it Yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So there's a lot of people involved also, Mm -hmm. which I think added fuel to the fire. So the gist of it was I, from a loving, concerned, worried place, said things that were none of my business. Mm. And um, then that... And you said it to who? Like, um, I said obviously without naming names. Yeah, but. without naming names. Mm-hmm. So two um, friends that were in our circle, okay. mm-hmm. and then one of those friends mm-hmm. told mm-hmm. you. And how I perceive it is that it was told to you, same words that mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. but in a totally different context. Right. Like in a, I'm talking bad about you mm-hmm. context. Yep. yep. Then that friend called and told me and was apologizing profusely. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately got off the phone with her and called you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when and I now, just was. Yeah. What happened in that call? So, so <laughs> that call did not go very well. Yeah, totally. I was. So from my point of view. I knew obviously you were going to be upset and hurt, but from my point of view, I was like, okay, I'm going to call her. She's going to be upset and going to be hurt, but I'm going to tell her, you know, that it was all of that is what I said, but it was from a loving, caring place, not a hurtful talking bad about you place. And then we're going to be fine. And then I'm going to go to Aya's birthday party in a second. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) And, um, and it did not go that way. Yeah. And so then that's when it was really like, okay, I think looking back, my ego was definitely hurt because it was 
I just felt like you didn't believe mm-hmm. me. You yeah. Chose how to did I react? Like, how did I react when you called to to really like just say, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Like mm-hmm. context was misconstrued. Yeah. And my apologies. Like, what was my reaction in that moment? I think it's safe to say hurt and angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And from your perspective in that moment, uh-huh. I don't think you probably saw it that way. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I, I knew you were going to be hurt because mm-hmm. I knew that those words I said should not have been to those people. And so I knew that you were going to be hurt, but I didn't think that you were going to be super angry. Yeah. And I didn't think that you were going to believe that I would be doing something behind your back to hurt you. Right. And so for me, that was just like, okay, maybe we're not as close as I thought we were. Right. Sort of thing. Right. If one little conversation can throw her so far out of our friendship, maybe we're not as close as we thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, looking back now that we're so much older and more mature. <laughs> totally. Um, because how we were 26, let's see. Carter was my son was almost one and Aya was turning mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. They're just like six days apart. 15, almost um, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so 2000, so that was like 2008 that it happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was 27. Mm-hmm. So we were still young. Yeah. But looking back, it was definitely then my ego was like, what? Like, that's not who I am. I'm not mm. someone who talks bad about people behind their backs. Um, and so that's when then I really dug my heels in and was just like, I admit that that's what I said, but it was not in that context. Mm-hmm. And I did the right, and you were probably thinking, I did the right thing. It's on her now. I don't know if I thought that. I think it was just like, this, you know, I said, I told her my version. She didn't believe me. Yep. Clearly we're not as close yeah. as I thought we were. Yep. I'm hurt. And yep. I guess this is how it's going to go. Totally. And for me, so here's the yeah. deal. Here's what, here's my MO is when something happens like this, when I get hurt, mm-hmm. I, my safety, my, my way of protecting myself is to forget it. And my way of protecting myself is to like sever all ties. Mm-hmm. And it's happened multiple times in my life where someone hurts me intentionally or not. Uh-huh. And I only consider my feelings and I only mm-hmm. consider how hurt I am. And I just draw a line in the sand and say, fine, you're, we're just, I I'm stubborn and Mm -hmm. defensive. I'm going to defend my stand till the end. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, you know, we're done. Yeah. And it's shocking and sad to me that I was able to do it so quickly with such a best friend. Yeah. Like I could spin the story of her mm -hmm. and anger and she shouldn't, she did, she should have, she, blah, blah, blah. I could spin it so tight, tight. I could wind it so Mm -hmm. tight that there was no reparations that could have happened. In my mind at the time. Yeah. 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 I think that we probably both were feeling the exact same emotions. Totally. Totally. Um, Yep. Because I'm sure you felt exactly the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought we were so close. How could she? And I think I said I was, you know, it was stupid that I was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Saying what I was saying to Mm -hmm. 
those. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. But, yeah. So how crazy that two best friends could have mm-hmm. a situation, an episode mm-hmm. and literally feel the same way, hurt, mm-hmm. sad, angry, mm-hmm. and then not talk for 15 years. I know. Like it's mind boggling looking back now, yeah. right? Hindsight yeah. is crazy. And it was interesting. Like the only other person in my world that I really shared was Tom. Right. Cause, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. Like looking back, I can see him. He really was panicking mm-hmm. because he knew mm-hmm. how tight we were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was really panicking for me. I think he called you. I think he called your mm-hmm. husband. Like he was in this, like, and, and that did not help at all either. Yeah. And it actually yeah. probably made it worse, but it's interesting. Like watching my person freak Mm -hmm. out on my behalf. Like he could almost see like how devastating it was. Mm -hmm. Whereas I couldn't because my wall was up, my line was drawn. Mm -hmm. And so in hindsight, it's like, okay, what an interesting observation that my husband had the intuition that I didn't at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And to go like, try to make things better. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And he just fucked it up even more. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, there was a lot of people there was a handful of people that, yeah. And more than just our relationship, I think got, uh, probably suffered from totally. all of this, Yeah. but okay. So what was your, so what's your perspective and experience from yeah, so the say, fallout? You were talking shit. And I'm like, people don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not around people who talk shit about me. And it, yeah. and it just, that was it. Like literally. And mm-hmm. when I made that decision, whatever you mm-hmm. had to say was irrelevant. Like it yeah. did not matter. Mm-hmm. And that's my ego, right? Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. ego trying to protect me in a really crappy way that my perspective of the situation is the only one. Mm-hmm. My experience of this situation is the right one. Yeah. And so that was it. It was like my best friend who knows mm-hmm. things about me that other people yes. don't know about yep. me is talking to other people about those things in my yeah. mind. Right. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. 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 And so Facebook wasn't a thing either, or maybe, but not really a thing uh, no, thing. It was um, MySpace. It wasn't. Yes. It was MySpace, yeah. not it Facebook. It wasn't even on there. And fortunately for us, it was for, for me, it was easy because yeah. I didn't see you having the baby. I mean, we, we, we yeah. were, you know, I just didn't see the babies. I didn't see the wedding. Yeah. I didn't see the yeah. vacations. I wasn't exposed to your yeah. life. And so it was like out of sight, out of mind. For yes. Me. Yeah. It's amazing that over all these years, like our paths never really crossed even right. Yeah. like, yeah, they never, there was no even connections that you had with someone like that never crossed with me until this Until it did. And (laughs) and what if that's like a blessing? Like what if that was all by design? Mm-hmm. You know, that I was know. the universe. I, like those bitches aren't ready. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. That's what I keep thinking. I just am like, okay, what is, yeah. Why 14 years later universe yeah. was yeah. it like, how would it? Yeah. I just am like, would we have not been, I don't know. 
Yeah. And all the things that we went through these 14 years, like things you've gone through, things I've gone through. And we live, how close do we live to each other? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. A half a mile? the road. Totally. Like we pass each other in the car all the time. Yeah. I don't even think half a mile. No, not a, yeah. Uh -uh. And yeah. So how interesting that really, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have to also say like, I never, like once I was like, we're done, I wasn't Mm -hmm. mad anymore. It was like, oh, we're just... Like the, those feelings were kind of gone for me. I just, okay. yeah, which is interesting. Do you think they were gone or do you think you just buried them and ignored them? Well, yeah, probably that. <laughs> but, you know, that's interesting. And I think maybe a little bit of both, but, but the way I responded to the reparation makes me think that they were kind of gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. Let's talk about how 14 years of separation mm-hmm. And then who brought us back together? How did our world like come crashing, like colliding back together? Oh, our kids. I mm-hmm. think, don't you think? Oh my God. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yes. So um, well, first of all, let me just say, so like Kelly Bo, that like word, that name in our house has this like <laughs> silly meaning, like, like, oh, Kelly Bo. Oh, I saw Kelly Bo. Like everybody knows that we were friends and we're not friends. Okay. So the family knew about it. They don't know why they don't uh-huh. know. They also know you dated my husband for a hot minute in high school. So, <laughs> so your name brings about certain emotions Okay. in Uh-oh. my house. Okay. Totally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Aya, you know, is in high school, whatever. And she texts me, I was going to pick her up from the football game. And she's like, we need to bring Carter home. And I was like, I don't know who Carter is, whatever. Uh I just didn't even. (laughs) And so Carter's sitting in the back and he's navigating to his house. I pull up. I'm like, holy shit. I go, Carter, (laughs) what's your mom's name? Oh my God. You still didn't up until then. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So funny. Yep. And he's like, Kelly, I'm like, Carter, what's your mom's maiden name? And he said, Bo, and Aya's eyes turned into saucers. Like she didn't even know. No, no. Okay. This is okay. all like, oh okay. Gosh. So Carter gets out of the car. He closes the door and Aya's goes, that's Kelly Bo's kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like mind blown. Oh like, and so God. we're just like laughing. And so that's, that's where I yeah. was like, oh gosh. Okay. Uh-huh. Carter's in my car. They're friends. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just, something's happening here. Okay. Yeah. You're, what yeah. happened with you? So, um, Aya is a year older than Carter. So they're in two different grades. And I did know that pre COVID. So let's see, was Carter seventh and Aya was mm-hmm. eighth. Mm-hmm. They yep. rode the bus together because we live just right up the road. And so I knew that they knew each other, yeah. but that was it. Yeah. But now this school year, Carter's a freshman, A is a sophomore. And I just feel like they've just immediately turned into practically best friends. It's <laughs> like watching know. us. Yes, exactly. And so, um, yes. So A had Carter start riding with them to school in the morning. So it was like all these things where all of a sudden it was just all of a sudden, like our lives were constantly intermingled. And right. What I, between us could always, like I just ignored. And if it came up, it was just like, she just chose not to be friends anymore. Like, and I could tell myself that 
we probably wouldn't be friends anyways because maybe we've changed so much mm-hmm. that we don't have anything in common mm-hmm. anymore to now all of a sudden every day mm-hmm. I have some sort of reminder of Maudie. Yep. But yeah, and it was just the same thing that you said is just, it's crazy that they're friends, but then not crazy because they're each so similar to us. Like Carter's mm-hmm. a spitting image of me. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aya is so much like you and looks exactly like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they would just be drawn to each other as a, with a friendship. <laughs> yeah. And you said that you had them in the car one time and that's yes. when your heart really started to kind of ache a little bit. Yeah, it did because I was, um, yeah, seeing them. And yeah, I think I told you that I just started spiraling in a matter of like a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Because yes, seeing them, I think we were taking Aya home from school Mm -hmm. and seeing their friendship and then homecoming was starting to happen. So it was Mm -hmm. like all these old memories of our high school days. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it just started tugging at my heart and making me so sad, not only for the missing of our friendship, but Mm -hmm. also how could have Aya and Carter's friendship Mm -hmm. been if they would have known each other and grown up with each other Mm -hmm. their whole lives. So that really, um, really made me sad also. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And so then it was, you know, um, it's easy to not have to look at the whole side of a situation, all sides of a situation mm-hmm. when you never see that person. But once I was starting to see you and mm-hmm. with Carter and Aya's friendship, it was like, I could not ignore the other part of mm-hmm. our breakup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and seeing, okay, where I did play a huge part <laughs> in, mm-hmm. you know, taking of like, okay, my ego set aside. Yeah. I'm not the victim. Um, I did definitely say things that were none of my business. And no matter the context, I mm-hmm. should not have said those things at all because it was not my business and it was not my business to say. And so it was not a good feeling. Yeah. It felt really icky and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like two weeks I struggled with a lot of sadness and crying and stress and just like a nauseous, icky feeling mm-hmm. about what had happened. Yeah. So <laughs> what would you do? So I decided to write you a little message mm-hmm. because I think you had messaged me. You were going out of town. Okay. Did I do it after you? You were going out of town because you were taking Aiden. You guys were taking Aiden to college. Okay. And so you had, I think, sent me a message that um, this is my phone number Okay. Uh, if Aya needed help or something like yeah. that. Okay. And so then it was kind of like, a, oh, okay, like she's kind of opening the door to mm-hmm. some communication maybe. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, it was just tugging on my heartstrings that I have to say something. I have to say something. And it was, I have to say something. I'm going to say something regardless of the outcome. Like I might say something, I'm going to say all this and she might not, Mm -hmm. she may say, thank you, but Mm -hmm. I'm good. Like I don't need us to rekindle anything. Or I could respond the exact same way I did 14 years ago. Yeah. That could have been. an option. Yep. Yeah. And I was, I was more expecting either that or, um, I was more just expecting that. Okay. Thank you. 
And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't really expecting us to be become friends again because I mm. it's just been 14 years and it was yeah. such a emotional, hurtful experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our breakup. And so it was just one of those things where I was like, I have to, I have to do this. I have to mm-hmm. make everything better and do all that I can do regardless of what the outcome is going to be. Right. And so you sent a text. Yeah. And I was, it a was, long text. I mean, it was a long text. It was, and long. it was, I mean, I should have, we should have pulled it up. Um, maybe I'll put it in the show notes. I'll look, I'll look for it. Okay. Okay. Um, but it was basically taking responsibility mm-hmm. for, for your part in the breakup. That was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked and I was like, oh my God, my mm-hmm. instant reaction was like, um, this woman is fucking brave. Like literally, yeah, that was my initial. And I think I responded like you did. I think I said that like, yeah, whoa, that blew me away mm-hmm. that someone could have the courage to say, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. I own mm-hmm. my part in our breakup and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, brave women, courageous women, vulnerable women are like the only women I want to be with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to waste my time on fakies. And so I was like, uh, yeah, can you want to like go on a walk? Yeah. I was and- blown away. <laughs> like when you said you're so brave or however you put that, mm-hmm. I was like, is this a trap? Is oh, she, yeah. she's me? <laughs> Is this a spider web? Oh is God. she being is she being sarcastic? I cannot tell. But totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. And it was um, you know, I think everyone can relate to uh, and I really try hard not to do it because I hate it when other people do it. But I think when a situation happens, we kind of default to that, I'm sorry, but listen to, listen to this, you know, listen to my side. Right. Um, and I very, it was, I very much was like, I'm not gonna, that's not going to be in the letter. There's going to be no, but in the letter, it was a text Um, old school or a text. Yeah. (laughs) Text. I didn't, I didn't handwrite it and mail it to you. (laughs) That would have been cute. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, um, that was really hard to, um, not put the, but in there. Right. But I mean, it's just, you can't apologize and say, I'm sorry, but like, well, that I think just, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And it's not, that's not good to do that. Right. And I do know that in my response, I said, um, I'd love to go on a walk in here. Your yes. side. Yes. Because I knew that I know my stubbornness. I know mm-hmm. how defensive I could be. I know mm-hmm. how like, my hurt triggers a certain reaction that is, is really egocentric and all about Mm -hmm. me. And it has a lot, well, it often has no opportunity to hear any other, any other Mm -hmm. side. That's my first initial reaction. And so I was, and so we went on a walk and Mm -hmm. our friendship is continuing to grow. And it's just amazing because it's, it's not like I, you know, it's not the cliche. Like we picked right up where we left off No, because so much has happened. Yeah. Right. And it has been for me, it's been this relearning, retrusting, mm-hmm. regrowing. Mm-hmm. It is, it's yeah. not that like, oh, it's like not, no time no. has passed. It, and so it felt like that to you as well. The same. Oh uh, yeah. I feel like it was definitely a trusting and maybe that's why it was 
the whole breakup was so hurtful is because trust like that just Mm -hmm. majorly broken. Yeah. And that's huge. It's huge. And so it was, I feel like it's been a slow getting back and getting to know each other. It's been so long. And when we went on the walk, I was also very terrified. I was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go. She may just let me have it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so I was very, very nervous, but yeah, it's definitely. And I also, you know, back to the protective, um, this was just like, you know, maybe we're going to go on this walk and we're not going to have anything in common. Yep. And yep. so it's, you know, we're, there will be nothing to rekindle because we're yep. so drastically different. Um, and I was definitely pleasantly surprised and mm-hmm. shocked that we had so many similar opinions and views and things in common. Yeah. It, it made me really happy too. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I just want, like, the reason I wanted to sh- us to share this story is because, and you're the one who actually pointed out that when I invited you, you said, you know, I don't know if there's a better time to share this story mm-hmm. because of how divided so many people yeah. are right now. Yes. And so saying that, I want to just encourage our listeners mm-hmm. to A, do what's best for them, mm-hmm. but then take a you know, take a lesson from Kelly's playbook. When you go at it, go at it without the expectation of what's going to happen. Because yes, we are rekindling this beautiful friendship Mm -hmm. and it still would have been okay if that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. 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 I think that we both would have been like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's also fine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of times we only, uh, take responsibility for our actions when we want mm. a certain outcome. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like mm. if we weren't going to rekindle or if I knew that mm-hmm. we weren't going to rekindle our friendship, yeah. it would have been easy to just not have sent you that message right? and not apologize for anything and not yep. take responsibility mm-hmm. for any of the actions. But yeah, ego's hard. Ego's a hard one. And I think right now, <laughs> ego is getting in a way for a lot of people. I think so too. I think so too. And so I'm just, I'm still blown away by the bravery and the vulnerability of owning your part in a situation. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, not necessarily saying you were wrong because we were mm-hmm. both wrong. Like, we mm-hmm. both, I think, have the exact same amount of ownership on what happened, my reaction and what happened. I think we both have a lot of ownership. Um, and I forgot where I was going with that. However, um, with the divide in the country, with the divide in our, in friendships, with the divide in family, I just Mm -hmm. really wanted to use you as an example, use us as like a real life (laughs) example of what reparations Mm -hmm. can look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> to yeah. to put your ego aside sometimes mm-hmm. and um, be super vulnerable. Because, like I said at the beginning of this, it's a side of me that I didn't know that I guess I didn't know existed, and I don't like. Like mm-hmm. I do not want, and that's just the ego. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to be that person that talks mm-hmm. bad about people. 
But now that I'm older, it's just like, okay, no, you like, just don't say things that can be put in Mm. a million different contexts. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. So yeah, it's a really, really hard learning Mm -hmm. lesson. And I'm so beyond thankful that you texted me. I'm thankful too. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited (gasps) for our new friendship. I know. I keep like, I'm like, probably a little bit like helicopter mom, like, okay, you and Carter need to be like best friends. <laughs> like, we are going to foster the shit out of this friendship. <laughs> like how's Aya? How's Aya today? <laughs> totally. They're like, oh my God. Sabotaging You're so annoying. <laughs> no. Totally. Okay. <gasps> Kelly, I yes. end all my podcasts the same way. Uh, I yes. know. Here I go. What does living mm-hmm. on purpose mean to you? Okay. So... Living on purpose, I think, is not only leaning into the fun and exciting things and choosing um, to do fun and exciting things, but I think it is also embracing and owning the super sucky things and not bury them or ignore them. Mm -hmm. You have to embrace them if you want to live on purpose. Oh man, darn it. I know. (laughs) That's beautiful and so true. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.